Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Vivian Velasquez. I am here with the love of my life. My name is Rob Velasquez, and I'm the co-host of this amazing woman right here that I have in front of me. <laughs> yeah, amazing job. That's great. It's a great job. Yes. Great introduction. That's right. Got Money and Purpose podcast. All right. So we're here. Want to answer some of your questions. We're going to look at some of the comments that you're bringing us here in this live feed. So if you're watching us through Facebook, just make sure you comment. Let us know where you're watching us from. If you're connecting us through YouTube, just make sure that you subscribe, that you comment and give us some feedback. If you're watching us or listening to us through Spotify, through iTunes or any of those platforms for uh, for podcasts, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for investing your time, your energy to uh, join us in this podcast. So today's topic, what's today's topic? I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about, but we were briefly talking about is it uncertainty or like just the all the challenges that we have once we feel uncertain i think one one of the questions we had before coming to the podcast is that you know we we constantly see the um the evolution of some of the people that we coach in right you you coach a woman i'm coaching men and and what we said is like when when there is a moment when the woman and the and the men are in alignment Oh, There's a common denominator, which is certainty, right? Certainty. Like when the guy has certainty, when the woman is certain, when they're going towards the same goal, then everything seems to be a flow. And and that would be like our ideal thing, right? Like if we were able to, because that's what happened to us this weekend. We got to talk to this beautiful couple that were coaching with us. One of them is coaching with you. The woman's coaching with me. And we got to see that firsthand because there was so much uncertainty when they were just doing life and when we get to talk to them and give them just perspective of like okay how do we tweak little things here and there could they eventually add up to like big things and they actually feel that's the cool thing like the women get to feel the the certainty of like whether it's in in your relationship as a couple whether it's the relationship to yourself whether it's a relationship with your kids i think when when you are certain about what's happening in your life then it's it's such a like a ease so effortless you know but one of the things that i was giving the feedback to the guy that i'm coaching is that you know he's a producer he produces a lot of money in real estate so he knows how to make money mm-hmm. and his belief at that moment was as long as i could make all this money as long as i have the house you know he has the boats he has the cars he has all the toys as long as i could provide this for my wife everything's gonna be happy but the reality okay. is that's part of the equation. You know, if you're a producer, if you're hard work, I don't think there's any man out there that doesn't want to produce. I think that, that's in our DNA. Yeah. We want to be producers. We want to wanna provide. We want to be providers. But the, uh, the belief that we have or the limited belief that we have is that that's going to be enough, right? So here's this guy. He's making shit. He's making more money than I ever made in my life. Uh, but I'm running around 100 miles an hour. I don't, I don't know how I could bring that um, certainty to my to my wife that that uh, everything's gonna be okay, and I ask him this question, which I want the listeners to understand from a man's perspective: is what do you get if you're living on the future? Because what what I'm hearing is that you're working towards the future. So uncertainty and fear exist in two places. One is in the future because we're constantly working our asses off to make sure that we could provide chasing, the future. Eh? Yeah, we're chasing right whatever we want. And the other one is in the past, the fear, the regret, the guilt, and the shame. So I said, are you yeah. present to with your wife, with your kids? Are you there when you're home? And he goes, well, I'm, 
that's that's exactly what I, what the problem is. I'm never home, yeah. even though my body's ho- as a home. I'm looking at my <laughs> my phone and I'm checking my emails yeah. and my clients are calling me every five minutes. My you know everybody's everybody wants my attention. I said, well, you are cheating on your wife. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, you know, you you having an affair with with your business, with, your business. with whatever you're doing, you're cheating on your wife with with your business, and that's where the uncertainty comes in from the feminine energy. Like I'm not priority. I'm not number one. Yeah. He's doing all this for him, not for us. So then, then that brings me back to like, then the woman, how we feel like this uncertainty that, that you are feeling at the moment, right? It's like, we don't know. He's providing, obviously he's a great provider and you men are so amazing at doing that. We talked about it with, with my coaching clients. It's like for men, what they are there to do is to provide, to protect, and to procreate. And you guys are so good at doing that. Now, if you get stuck on this, I say it to them, like this hamster wheel that you just keep going around and around and around. It really, it's just like a wheel, right? You're like, you're always providing, you're always protecting, you're procreating. And you're going around in this circle and this hamster wheel, but that's so tiring. And at the same time, like for us women, like how we feel at the other side is like we have this uncertainty and we feel like anxiety from not having you guys fully present and enjoying this time and and showing love and showing affection. And there's this place that we we start to lose trust. And not in the trust that you could provide because you are providing, but losing trust in the fact like, you know, are you going to be here for me? Are you, if you haven't been here all this time because you're providing, I need you to be here. And and that in itself brings so much uh, just uh, anxious anxiety in our bodies. But, it's you, like, you, but you see that uh, even that thought for you to start looking at, you're going to be here for me. That's part of the certainty, right? Like, yeah, like that's what I think. Sometimes, like, you know, we think that as long as we provide, it's going to be enough. Right. And then the, the pattern that we go to is, shit, what else does you want from me? I'm giving her the house. I have, you know, the bank account, you know, the everything that, that she wants. What else does she want from me? I have another client that he just built, a, you know, his wife a beautiful house. They have everything, but she's not happy. And I said, you understand, she doesn't want all those things. She wants you to be present. But then here's the other part where, where you women come in and, and, and fuck shit up for us. is not you trying to control us. Then you try to, okay, I can, how can I get his attention? I want to control what he's doing yeah because it's the only way that we know unconsciously that's how we know how to like break that pattern and either like you know a princess throw a tantrum and then just throw yourself there and or try to control or emasculate or make you feel less than to like try to like exactly get you to wake up and to see me and that is the go-to place where i believe a lot of women go to to try and control is to try to cut the balls off the men and grab them from you rather said okay you know what you could be the badass in business but when you're here, I'm the one in charge. And you grab his balls and you put them in your purse and you, and you think him. and you carry think you. that you're winning. Yeah. The reality is that you are castrating him. You're cutting his power off. So now all of a sudden you, you're with a man that, sounds so that harsh. just becomes a pleaser. Yeah. And you're with a man that that he could be a badass in his business, but he cannot be who he is. He, he doesn't have the permission that he needs. So of course he's going to go where he gets his most certainty, which is, which his, is his business, yeah. which is his office where he's at. And that's where I think, you know, women think, what, why is my man, you know, in his office? Why does he rather be in his office than at home? It's because you fucking have his balls. 
Like, yeah. you, know, you, you know, and, and then you wonder why is that the same guy that you met before, why he doesn't have the same spark? You know, I'm not, and I'm not blaming all on the woman. It starts with a man, that the man gave his power away because that's, you know, I, I look back and what happened with us and how the polarity got lost because I got tired of fighting with you. So right. I'd rather just give you my balls than to fight, fight and to argue. Yeah. So, so that's when we give up. And, and I think that's where, when mm. I start this conversation is, where, where is the time that you just say give up and you say, you know what, it's not, it's not worth fighting. I'm going to let him control me. Or I'm going to let him control me because I don't have the energy to continue to fight. I just want peace. When you say give up, like you give up what? You're giving your up. Your personality. You give up your voice. You know, in a woman, you give up your voice. In a man, you give up your balls. I yeah. think like the woman gives up his, her voice because she doesn't want to speak up. The man gives up his balls because he doesn't want to take yeah, charge. And it's a vicious cycle that we fall into. And it's just like, that's a never ending thing, right? Again, we get back into this hamster wheel. And then it's like the fighting, the bickering, the pointing, the complaining. And I think we find a lot of marriages where we found ourselves too, like we were there. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, how do you, how can we be, come back to this place of certainty? How do we come back to this place of like, you know, you're not my enemy. And I had a great conversation over the, over the week. It's like, sometimes we treat and we've talked about this before too, you and I, it's like we treat each other as an each other's enemy instead of like you are my my friend, you're my alliance, you are my help. But we lose track of that. And I think just going back to like, okay, how do how do we feel so uncertain? Is it's just because we lose track of all of that. The same thing like with God, sometimes like you feel uncertainty and in the prayer, like if we are going through a prayer and you're not seeing that prayer answered. And it's like, you don't believe in that anymore. You don't trust God anymore. And that just falls back on us. Again, it always comes back to us because it's like, well, maybe I'm asking for something that that it's not for me at this moment, whether it's a prayer, whether it's a request to your husband. And I think when we, we, we kind of like pause and ask better questions, it, 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 comes, down, it comes down to, um, you said trust, right? Mm -hmm. First trust in... In God, I trust that the, in the process. I always talk yeah, about trust trusting in the, in the process, trusting yeah. the timing. Yeah. But at the same time, trusting in your capacity to listen. Um, I, before the call, I had a coaching call with a client, and he said, "Well, like you know, I'm killing in business. Business is 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 my go-to place to to find my certainty. Yeah. But I have a hard time meeting women and having relationships. He has a hard time meeting women. Women want to date this guy all the time, but he has a hard time trusting. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's in the real estate business. So I said to him. How do you how do you find the deals? He goes. I said, when you when you are around looking for deals in real estate, do you think like, man, there is no good deals out there? You know, I'm never gonna find a deal. The probably you the know? deals come to him. And he says, no, man, I know there's deals out there. Yeah. I know that I'm gonna find a good deal. I said, okay, so the first belief that you have in real estate is you believe that it's a good deal, and 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 that's your belief, right? I said, what's the second belief that you have when it comes to real estate? He goes, I believe that I could find I, if I find a deal, I'm gonna make make it happen. I'm going to raise the capital. I'm going to close the deal. I'm going to negotiate. So I have the capacity to negotiate the deal so I can, so I can buy it. Right. Yeah. So I said, what's the third belief? I said, do you have to know everything when you have the, the deal? You have, do you have to know everything? I said, no, I, the third belief is that I'm going to figure things out. Figure it out. Yeah. The third belief is I'm going to figure it out. Like, you know, whatever I need to do in the, in the property or the building, I'm going to figure it out so I can make a profit. So, yeah. so there's three beliefs that you have. First belief is there's a deal out there and you're going to find it. The second belief is that you have the capacity to make it happen. The third belief is that 
you don't have to know everything that you're, you're going to figure things figure out, out the way. Mm -hmm. So let's turn those three beliefs into relationship. Okay. Is there a queen out there? Could you believe there's a queen out there for you? He goes, I don't know. I said that. So that's the part. <laughs> so if you don't believe it's out there, how are you going to find her? Uh -huh. If you don't believe there's a deal out there for your real estate, how are you going to find a deal? So that's the first thing. So all these men are walking around thinking there's no more w good woman out there and they don't believe it. Yeah. So therefore you're programming yourself and you're sabotaging your first belief. So let's just say you, you, that you, she's out there. That she's out there. Okay. You believe that. Okay. Yeah. You believe that you have the capacity to actually conquer her heart or be with her. He goes, well, I don't know. You see, that's the second belief that you don't believe that that even if she's out there. Is he really ready for you love? You don't believe that you're ready yeah. to be able to tap tap into yeah. that connection, right? Yeah. So so what's the belief that's stopping? What's the third belief? Is that the, the belief, the third one is that He'll figure it I out. need to have everything, everything online. Figured out. So you see, yeah. he reversed it because he needs to first know everything, then then he'll believe that he's ready. And then he'll believe that the queen is out there for, for him. So, so, yeah. so let's even go deeper. Do you believe that God, you know, it's, is, is, is real? He goes, yeah, I believe that, that God is real. I believe that God's out there. So do you believe that you have the capacity to become a co-creator with God? He goes, well, that's the faith that I'm struggling with. Yeah, and even to know that God has someone for you. And I think a lot of the times, like, we just say that, but we really don't believe it. And that's something that I uh, I say that too all the time. It's like when your heart and your mind come in complete alignment to what God has in store for you, then it's like you don't doubt it because why would we doubt what God has for us? And, and that it comes down again, belief. It yeah. comes down to belief. So whatever you you struggle right now in life, you know, if you're listening to this, or you're watching this, yeah. whatever your struggle is, whether it's with relationships, with money, with health, it all comes down to how much belief do you have that you actually are going to figure out a way to solve this challenge. Yeah, and the belief, I think that the belief is something that we need to work on daily because it's it's something that I think we all struggle. Like, you know, if we're being honest, it's, it's something that we all struggle with, like believing that God really exists or like my husband really loves me. And, and those things come about when, like for us, for me, especially I speak for myself, like when, when something that really makes me you know like when we've when we've had like struggles and god shows up or your husband shows up or your wife shows up then then it's like oh my gosh like she showed up in a way that i would never dreamed of and, and that's when you start to believe so i think you know for me and like or if you're listening when you lose trust whether it's in your spouse or in god or in yourself I would say like start to do little things that come back to trusting yourself. And, and that was life changing for me because there was a time in my life where I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust my intuition. I didn't trust my feelings. And I think the more that I really was with that feeling of like, do I really trust? Mm. Do I really believe? The answer was no. So then how, how do I believe? How do you increase? So now, how do I trust? The way I look at how I get myself to trust more and believe more is I look at where in my life have I been able to overcome what I'm going through? Where in my life have I, have I figured out a way? You know, I always look back, you know, 10 years ago when we lost everything. Yeah. You know, it took me a while for me to regain that belief. 
So whenever things are not going right in my business, I always go back to that place. Like, hey, I'm not as fucked as I was 10 years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. So and I remember going to the court, going to all these lawsuits, going through all this stuff. Like, I'm not nowhere near no. that right now. And you rebuilt. So so, so I'm I'm re I'm 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 finding my certainty based on how I was able to win the battles in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us we forget. How many times have God showed us the path in the past? How many times there were miracles in our life that happened? How many times we got healed in disease? We got, you know, miracles happen and we forget how to how much God really took care of us. So yeah. if, if you have a problem with certainty, which uh, you know the topic on this conversation is number one, the number one uh belief that women need to have is certainty in the relationship, right? So maybe where did you have certainty in relationship at one point? When did you have certainty? The moment they start believing or remembering when you have certainty, you could build on that. So yeah. that's the first phase. It's like remembering, having muscle memory of when was the last time I had certainty? When did I believe that he loved me, that she loved me, or that I made money, or that God was was taking care of me, right? Right. So the second thing that you need to do is okay, if if I if that has pro been proven in the past that I could go back and find that stepping stone, yeah, then what can I do to get to get a little closer? Right. But I would say like, that's a really great point. But I would also say like, don't get stuck on that because I think a lot of the times like we go back to the past and we gain the strength from it, gain the gift, like take that in and don't get stuck on it. Because I think a lot of the challenges that I see with the woman is like we get stuck in the past mm. and we want to live there and we want to stay there and we want to reminisce and we want to like, can you do it this way? Can you do this again and again and again and again? And I had this conversation just last week. I'm like, you know, you get the gift from the past. You get the strength. You get the energy. You bring it forward. You bring it in. Thank you, God. This is a beautiful gift. But don't get stuck back there because like you said at the beginning, like what is in the present right now? There is a new thing for me right now. And and I know like for me, like especially for me because I, I live in the past, like I gain a lot of energy from the, my past. I often want to stay there because it feels so comfortable. And, so good. And, and, that, and, and that's where I think that a lot of us we find the uh, the comfort, right? Yes. Where where we feel certain, where we feel secure. Yes. Okay, the past. Yes. Oh yeah, that was nice. Or the future. Once once I do this, I'm gonna be able to do that. But the reality is that the only opportunity that we have to make shit happen is in What's the present moment. What's in front of you? What's in front it's of right you? in front of you. Yeah. What are you doing? You know what? Are you, what? Are, how are you getting better? Like right now, I'm going through the thirty day challenge, uh, right? With with eating healthy, right? So the first week was the hardest fucking week. The first week was the hardest one because I had no chocolate, no more ice cream, no more sugar. Then I had to watch my carbs and I have to watch what I eat and I have to watch all these things. So the first week, of course, is going to be the toughest one. But then the moment that I that I went after the first week, then things got a little easier. But it still was a challenge because I needed to remind myself. But what kept me in the challenge was the momentum. Mm -hmm. I saw my energy shift. I started feeling less Less no more foggy, aches. more energy. No I started realizing, like, man, like, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fasting, um, I'm finding a rhythm. So I'm now four weeks into this, and now it's beginning to, to become a lifestyle. Yeah. But I wouldn't be able to see it because every time that somebody told me about health and all this, like, man, I don't. One day I'm gonna do it. Like right now is not the time because I'm busy. So then, the moment that we actually said, okay, wow. let's stop waiting for the one day. What can I do today? What's the commitment that I need to, to do today? What's the decision that I need to make today? What do I need to let go today in order for me to be able to tap into who I'm becoming? Because we could all dream in the future. We could always live in the past. Yeah. But unless we're getting present, how can I bring certainty in the present moment? And you realize that 
if you're present with what you're doing and, and like if you're appreciating for t- today, you're gonna find all the certainty you need. And and in the couples in a in a relationship, there's certainty in just being in the same page together. Yeah. That nothing is perfect. You know that may, may not be perfect, but you're gonna figure shit out. Yeah, and I would say like when there's a lot of uncertainty, especially for us, like as a as a couple, you put a lot of pressure on the other person. You know, like you you feel like okay, like you figure it out and make me feel certain. And I think that's a big um, burden to put on somebody else. And it starts really with like you, f- with like what is mm-hmm. like you said, like what is the one thing that you could do right now to to change that, to shift that. So it's a good question that came in right now that I was listening from this guy, Mo. He said, Jesus said that we must love thy neighbor as we love ourselves. Do you think that we must have certainty in knowing how to love ourselves first? And that's one of the biggest challenges today that all of us, that there's certainty in the world and a relationship. So I, I 100% <clears throat> think that I was just telling um, one of my guys today in a mastermind that, that he said um, his relationship with his kids have changed because he's appreciating them more. So he's sending them texts every single day, uh, notes, little cards here, appreciating them. And then it's, it wasn't just a one-time th- thing. It wasn't like a week thing. It's been already six months oh, that wow. he's doing it consistently. And he said that his his son is like, hey, dad, like, thank you. Like, this, oh, you're building cool. those blocks, right? Yeah. But uh, what I told him, I said the feedback is that you, you pour in the love and appreciation because you first started appreciating yourself. Because before what we do, and I, I remember doing that, and I will send you a text, and I'll wait for a reply. <laughs> or I'll send, you know, I send my son a text or my daughter a text, and I'll wait for a reply. And if they didn't reply, if they didn't reply, I'm like, why? I don't, get, I don't get no love? Like, you know, why? You know, I'm giving you love. I should get a reply back, right? Sure, sure, but sure. Then the, but the, at the end of it is I'm giving you with conditions. I'm giving yeah. you with expectations. Yeah. Because I need the validation. I need that reply. I need that recognition, right? Yeah. So if I'm giving you from a needy place, that means I don't have enough. Yeah. But if you, I'm, I'm, I'm pouring on you because I feel like, man, I feel good. Like, I, you know, I'm just texting you. that I, I love you. You know, I, uh, I thank you for everything you do. If I'm just giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, yeah. I'm giving yeah. out, of, out of abundance, then I don't need a reply back. I don't need the acknowledgement because I'm acknowledging myself. So if you cannot give what you don't have. And then it gets me back, okay, to the like the uncertainty that sometimes we feel. We as moms, we as women, like we have uncertainty in the, the way that we feel, the way that we look, the way that we show up for the world, the way that we show up for our family. And we hold on to like how our kids, how our husband, how all these other factors make us feel. And we're kind of like just hiding, just, just how like men hide with, their business like we hide with those things too and i know like it's kind of harsh for me to even say that but that's how i was like when i felt uncertain like i just re- relied on my kids love i yeah. relied on your love because of the uncertainty that i was feeling when i was really like in tune to what i was feeling or the uncertainty that i was feeling or the questions that i was going through i really had to have those harsh conversations with myself by myself and ask God, and even then, like when you don't hear God, you know, it's like, okay, what, what, what is, what is the, you know, like I feel like the Holy Spirit is inside of us. It will always speak to us and through us. And w- once we let go of those things, those uncertainty, those beliefs, those anxiety, then we could be honest 
and come from a place of love and have all that like overflow that we could give somebody else. And that comes from you knowing and having self-awareness that nobody could bring you certainty except for yourself. Yeah. So the number one need for a woman is a certainty. Well, but if you want your husband to give you certainty, that you means gotta be certain about that yourself. means that you're depending on somebody else's to somebody else to, to validate your, your love. But if you could you build your own certainty, you might be able to shift that person when he's uncertain. Because yeah. I remember clearly when I was uncertain in my life, mm -hmm. and I was almost at the bottom that I couldn't believe in myself. You gave me the certainty because you were certain. You believed in what I could do. So when you were certain. Because it can't be, you know. Thank God I did that for you. you know, it, 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 can't, it can't be just like, oh, everybody, you know, has certainty, has faith. And, and yeah, be beautiful. But if one person loses it, the other person has to remind them. Yeah. And vice versa. So you don't depend on just one person. You build yourself first. You acknowledge yourself. You build yourself up. You love yourself. You, you work on yourself to be able to pour into other person, your partner, out of abundance, out of overflow not then, because you need it right but because you have so much of it that you want to pour it on the yeah. other person and then you can love your neighbor like jesus tells us to love like imagine like if we were to go and love everybody else like i have this picture of like okay we're gonna go give love and then we come back and we're like depleted of love and that's not and that's what that's, that's what's happening in relationships whether there's just like i want you to validate me i need you to make me feel better as opposed to like you feel better so then you are gonna just give out out of overflow and that person's gonna give out overflow that's where the passion that's where the the connection that's where thrive that's comes in yeah and that's that's why our relationship was able to shift because if you listen into this like Raul and i have been married for 22 years and we were in a place where there wasn't this overflow it wasn't this certainty but it takes it takes work it takes energy it takes this decision that you know, like you're going to work on yourself. And that's really like we have done separately. It's like he worked on himself. I worked on myself. And it was from a place of like, I need to get to know the certainty that I needed. And and the certainty, not necessarily just from me, but who God created in me. And um, thank God that we're still here. And, you, and what, <laughs> one, one, one thing I'll tell the guys, uh, if you're listening, if, if uh, a man is listening, is that you can't be your wife's coach. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm your lover. I'm not your coach. You try. Not, you I, try. I try. The first times I try to coach you, I try yes. to help you. But I realize that sometimes you need to hear from somebody else. So I'm, I'm always, when I listen to, to the podcast you listen to, and the person says, like, part of me said, like, I've been telling you this since day one. I've been telling yes. you this since years ago. But yes. I told you to, to work on yourself. But you, you don't listen to the same, <laughs> the same uh, way that you will listen to other people. So if yeah. you're... Right now in a relationship, you need to have other perspective. You need to have somebody yeah. else. Stop trying to coach each other. You're, you're, you're lovers. You're not each other's you know, father or mother. Yeah. And then I think that if, if more couples look at each other that way, say, okay, we're here together. We both have to grow and we have to evolve. You need to figure out who you're going to coach with, who you're going to listen to. I need to figure out who I need to listen to. Yes. You know, the saddest thing that I, not that I hear all the, the time finger. is when, you know, women or men that you know sign up to your coaching program my coaching program and then they decide to do something but then their partner says no you can't you can't yeah. because that's i want you to you. do it this way i want yeah. like that's you know that's the part like if you if if you want to grow and you want to expand like you should make a decision for yourself not depend on somebody else to, to validate you, you to because you're going in your own process i remember when i started getting help and i, I hired tom robbins to coach me like i I called you just to tell you this is the shit that I've done. This is, the, this is what I'm doing. And, and yeah. it was a lot of money. But yeah. at the end of the day, it was a decision that I made. And whether I was going to take advantage of it or not, it was on me. And I would have, if I would have failed, I would have failed my own sword. 
So one of the things that, that I, I believe stops every man from really thriving the relationship is the permission that sometimes he doesn't give himself to show up. And the fear that what if I do show up and I fail? Because he doesn't want to feel like a failure. Yeah. And the wife says, I told you so. And that brings more uncertainty. Because the minute that you you want to show up, right? It's like I see that all the time with your men. It's like or in my women, they wanna show up. They they want like they feel something that needs to change. They feel like that you know, it's like, okay, no more of this. I already drew this the line in the sand and all of a sudden like, no, you can't or you shouldn't or whatever it is. So if you're listening to this, again, like if it's not us, it could be anyone. Right now we live in a technology in a in an era that has so much technology, whether it's books or people, whatever it is. Like if you feel that in your heart, if you feel that women and like your intuition that you know that something needs to change, yeah, do something do, about just it. Just do, do it. it. Don't ask for permission. Give Don't yourself the permission. permission. Give yourself the permission. Yeah. Like, you know, a, a man shouldn't give you permission. A woman shouldn't give you permission. You listen to that voice and give yourself the permission to follow your intuition, to follow that voice, to yeah. actually do something about it, the, the problem. Nobody's going to come say, to save you. I know. And it sounds really bad because it almost feels like, you know, you're not going to listen to your husband. But that's not really what we're saying here. That's another thing. Like, I love my husband so much and everything that I've done, it's like, we bring it we bring it to each other and not in a sense of like hey do you give me permission i'm gonna go do this no but it's like hey babe like this is something that i really want to do for myself can you can you you know support me on it can you help me with it can you just edify what i'm feeling is is it right or is it wrong but not like from a sense of like hey do you give me permission because i really and look no. look at the way that sounds if right? i try to do something if i want to better myself right <laughs> if i go weird. to you i said hey babe i want to hire this crazy guy who's cursing every five minutes in, in, in YouTube and, you know, he wants to give me the edge. Uh, do you think I should do it? Or, you know, what, what do you think? Automatically, right? What are you hearing from this? Automatically. I know nothing about the guy. I don't know who he is. He's going to take you away from me. He's probably going to take all our money. It's a scam. Like all these things because our primal instinct is to protect, is to mother, is to take care of you. you and you don't even know anything about it. No. You're just reacting, right? But I would love for you to change. Let me just show you this book that I picked up. <laughs> it, will cost, it will cost you a lot less. It will cost you a lot less. And you don't, or what I hear both, a, a lot too is like, you uh -huh. listen to me. You don't need a guy to tell you what to do. You yes. listen to me. I'll and tell you exactly what's wrong with you. Yes. We're going to work on this five things and you'll be all set. Oprah told me to tell you this. And, and, that's, oh and, God, the, and, and the guy goes in, well, I can't, I can't do it because, you know, like I don't want to have a fight. Yeah. I don't want to fight. Sometimes the advice I tell, I tell the guys oh. like, you need this fight. You need to go and have polarity. Yeah. Because now there is a, there's energy. Yeah. Now it's, listen, here's how you frame it. You go in and say, I don't need a permit. I'm not asking permission. I'm, I'm asking for collaboration. I want you to support me as I go through this because a mm. lot of things are going to change. And I just want you to, to give me the opportunity to see the, so you could see the change. And yeah. if I don't change, if something happens, well, you could kick me all you want because I fucked up. But at least I want you to know what I'm doing. So it's a whole different energy because now I'm asking for support. Yeah. Not asking I for permission. That. I know. I know. I see it all the time. And that in itself brings more uncertainty. And again, we just goes back. We go back to this hamster wheel that keep going around and around and around. But so you know, one of the things that I learned, you know, Tony Robbins frames it in a great, great way is the six human needs, right? Mm -hmm. Certainty is number one. Like Uns every every, si every yeah. single one of us, we need certainty. uncertainty. The second one is we also need uncertainty. Uncertainty. Because if we have certainty every single time, then there is it's boring. It's boring. Like yeah. you, you know, life wouldn't be. We have that juice. So uncertainty. Yeah. 
we need that uncertainty. Yes. So at some level, that uncertainty even brings us closer, right? As a yeah, couple, uncertainty brings us closer different. because we're going to figure things yeah. out, right? Yeah. The third, which I think a lot of us get stuck on, is not having variety, not having things that are different, not yeah. a variety because if it's the same old, same old. I mean, we, you know, this year I told you that we want to try different things. We're, to do, be able to, we're doing an adventure. To, to have a, a, an adventure year. So it's, yeah. it's variety. Then the third one is love and connection. Mm-hmm. Primarily, we need love, but we settle for connection. We settle for just, you know, you like me. Especially not as me. women, we'll settle for connection because that's what we're like so wired to connect. Then we have, after connection, a love of connection, then we have growth. Not everyone ha- is looking for growth. And that's where you start looking at, you know, the, the human needs. Uh, growth may not be necessarily in somebody's. Uh, need because they're so worried about the love and connection or the certainty and certainty. So growth is another connect, another need that we need. Mm-hmm. But as we evolve, we need more of it. And, 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 then, and if we're less conscious, we need less of it. And then growth is also, it brings uncertainty and it brings fear. Well, and then when you have growth in a relationship, whether you're growing and I'm not, then it's like, well, what about me? You're going to leave me behind and you're going to grow and I'm not because yeah. I choose not to grow right now. And a growth happens. Mm. at the end of the comfort zone so yes. we want growth like you said like this guy wants to grow but he wants to know everything this man wants to have a yeah. queen yeah but wants to be ready for it this woman yeah. wants connection but she doesn't want to let go right yep. so growth happens on the other side of your fear growth happens on the other side of the comfort zone and the last one is contribution, contribution. and contribution yeah. is when you actually want to give without anything bad contribution you just want to, kind want of just like create an impact you have all of those almost like maybe that's why it's the last one because you feel like you have love, you have connection, uncertainty, well, growth. Well, that's then you that's the give. part that is not in um is not um, in an order. In an order, oh, okay. that you decide What's your which order? one is your order. Mm-hmm. And and what I see with a lot of women, the number one is certainty. Of course. And if you look at men, our 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 need is not certainty. Is it uncertainty? Our need is is growth. Growth. If we're not growing, we're dying. <laughs> if I'm not growing my business, it's going backwards. If uh. I'm not growing, so if my need is growth because I'm an entrepreneur, I'm trying to innovate, then I, my second need is, is, on, is certainty, but it's not necessarily like if it's uncertainty, as a certainty around me, I know that it's gonna push me, it's gonna help me grow. Mm. Uh, then, then you start looking at what's your next level. Like for me, it's connection, love, love and connection. You know, so yeah. I need, you know, I, as I continue to evolve, I need to push the contribution to be in my top three needs, right? Because the contribution is the impact. Yeah. So those those six human needs are key. If you you know, uh, I don't know if Tony has a, a video or something. That I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, sure he's so good at Google that. Yeah. Six human needs by Tony Robbins. Yeah. Amazing, amazing teachings. So um, so that so so that's in a nutshell. Certainty is the number one need of every single woman. If a man wants to bring connection, you have to bring. You have to be certain on your on the things that you're doing to be able to create a space for your partner mm. to have that certainty. I love that. All right, so thank you for watching this uh, episode. If you want us to yes. uh, answer some of your questions, Joe, just Joe is there. Thank you, Joe, for coming in. Um, Cindy, Cindy, we have Cindy, Crystal. Crystal. So keep sharing the videos, keep commenting on our YouTube page. Connect with us in uh, iTunes, in Spotify, in YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Follow us everywhere except for our bedroom as we keep it private. Learn it, live, live it, it, experience it, it. love online. life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.